Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Manual. I'm Will, I'm back for the first time in a few Ooh, weeks boy. here. Tell us where you've been, Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been up in South Dakota. Uh, my dad is still in South Dakota. Uh, my family's in the process of moving, so I was helping him uh, wrap up the business for he does construction. So we kind of went to raise the business, everything kind of slows down, giving him a hand up there. So back in the area, we'll be here for the foreseeable future. Um, Oh yeah, what what do you been? What, what's your uh, your forte regarding construction? Well, currently trim carpenter, but uh, previously I did a lot of metalworking, gutter kind of stuff. So that was what my dad's business is mainly structured toward is doing gutter, and that's what I was given a hand with for the most part. I'd say ninety percent. So, a little fun fact here. So Will here as actually Jesse's and Benjamin's technically uncle. Yeah. So. 22 year age gap between me and my oldest brother. So, yeah. so I used to work for Will's brother, actually both of them, Chris and Aaron. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. It's kind of funny thinking that you're right there, actual brother. Yeah. Couldn't imagine a 22 year age gap. <laughs> it's different. It's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's good to be back in the area today. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Um, and I guess we we'll just start out with, uh, I'm thankful to have good friends, have good fellowship here, a, a group that keeps me accountable. Um, that's always good. And uh, just been blessed with plenty through my life. And uh, I feel like it'd be a good idea for us all to share something personal that we're, oh, yeah. we're thankful for. I think more of, of this year, more than ever, has been my family. Um, a lot of, we've gone through a lot of changes lately. And it's really bonded, pulled our family together. Sometimes you take that those kind of things for granted. Um, and sure. also, I mean, turkey. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not too fond turkey of turkey myself. God, gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've all got stuff to be thankful for. Uh, you just deal with the, the hand you're dealt, basically. But <laughs> you can be thankful for, you know, those cards. Some people, you know, everyone's got something to be thankful for. I, I mean, I can be thankful I'm not you know, worse off with parents or family or emotionally wise. But, you know, even someone who's doing bad in another area, they've got something else to be thankful for. Absolutely. You can get down your circumstances and it feels like you're the only one who's dealing with an issue or mm -hmm. you've been, you're under more stress than the next person. But truth of it is we all have things to be thankful for. We've all been given something that nobody else has. Little, little interesting thing is, uh, I believe it's uh, I believe it's in the Bible, but it talks about how whenever you're down and you're being all selfish about yourself concerning oh me oh my you know my situations, just thank God for what you have. Mm -hmm. and of course, it will change your absolutely change your demeanor because you realize, you know, look, maybe this situation is bad or whatnot, but in the end, God has really blessed you with so many different things: family, friends. I mean, you got a car. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. like yeah, first world problems, boy. <laughs> it's important to self-reflect, really, because suicide rates actually spike during holidays mm. almost every year. Christmas time, Thanksgiving, things mm. like that. Uh, so it's it's important to you know reflect on things that you're thankful for, things that you have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and as Christians, we have a lot more to be thankful for um like the parable in the bible where the man who owned ten thousand talents um the ruler forgave him the king forgave him his debt 
um, and 10,000 talents. And today's money would be an astronomical sum that probably most people wouldn't even be able to get a loan for that much. You know, there's no way you could afford it. And directly after he was forgiven his debt, he went out in the street and saw somebody who owed him pennies and uh, demanded that he paid up. And when he didn't pay up, he had him thrown in prison. Um, when the king learned about it, he made him repay the debt. And since he couldn't, threw him in debtor's prison. He was punished for his selfishness after he had been forgiven. And the principle behind it is those who have been forgiven much can forgive little. And just keep that in mind as a Christian. You know, we've been forgiven our sin, which is obviously more than we can repay. Um, as a human, we would die if we were to pay for our sin. There's, there's no way out of it. But Christ was the sacrifice. And so we always have that to be thankful for. Oh, yeah. As we're thinking about this, like, I think we need to get into, like, what is Thanksgiving, you know, mm -hmm. for us? How does that come about yeah. in our history type of thing? What What's y'all's take on that? I'm not a history buff or anything, but. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I mean, a common knowledge theory. I don't, I don't know. I haven't studied it too much. I don't know about facts, but. Yeah, commonly, you know, what you hear is that they came over on the Mayflower and then uh, with the, in the first settlements, uh, it was around this time of year that they had the Feast of Plenty, you know. Um, it was just a thanks to God for providing them sustenance and uh, stability in a foreign land. You know, they weren't sure what they're going to run into here and, and uh, you know, the people here were kind to them and it was it was more than they could have hoped for and they were thankful and they had the Feast of Plenty to celebrate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they had that feast also. I know there, there's a lot of stuff going around about Native Americans and they're underprivileged compared to white people. But it was funny, that feast, I mean, they had, didn't they have some tribal leaders that came mm -hmm. to that? I mean, it was like, we'll call it just like a mixed feast. I mean, it's not like, I guess it's not like, even though it's it was a culture shock for the people on the Mayflower to come over, which they left England for religious reasons, reasons for a... Hmm. for uh, religious freedom that hmm. was the primary reason but when they came over i mean i imagine it'd be a culture shock all this land they don't you know they got to go hunt and everything and then they run into these people that uh who columbus uh called indians because columbus thought when he sailed around the uh world or so he thought he landed in uh like around south america north america and then he called them indians because he thought he reached india something that i hadn't really thought about a whole lot until recently about the um the people on the mayflower coming over in the first settlements was the uh like it seems like think being thankful for that first you know harvest and it makes it kind of hit a little di differently and changes kind of how thankful it feels like they were was like imagining yourself in that scenario it wasn't just especially for the men that were there at the mm -hmm. time, it wasn't just like a fear that they were going to starve to death and all die. It was, they were alone. They were the providers for the women and children that were over there. And it hits a whole lot differently as not a man, cause I'm not there yet, but you know, as a guy, it seems like a, like an absolutely nightmarish situation to imagine yourself as one of the, you know, one of the few, the sole providers for your family, for your children, mm -hmm. your wives, you know, and watching them all slowly withering away and starving to death. And there's nothing you can do about it. That first, you know, big harvest and meal, like 
would hit a whole lot differently. Just the imagining the level of relief that they felt that they weren't yeah. going to let their families starve. I mean, straight up, let's be honest here. Do you think us five could have dealt with what they did when whenever they came over on the Mayflower, mm -hmm. dealt with everything that was on the Mayflower, controlled it? I mean, imagine there were guys our age that had small families yeah. on that yeah. Mayflower. Where I'm at right I mean, now. theoretically. Yeah. I would have been dead as a doornail. <laughs> yeah. Well, tipsy too. Because <laughs> because they um no fresh as far as far as I know, in order you can't just whenever you sail for that long, water doesn't remain fresh anymore. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times what they had to do is they had to bring some sort of fermented drink over, yeah. which was basically alcoholic. I don't think it's like nowadays wine. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure what it was. I don't know if it was wine or some sort of beer or it might have just been ale. I think it yeah. was Bojangles hard sweet tea. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it would probably be like some sort of, I'm completely speculating here because I've never even heard this before, but I would think it would be like some sort of crop based, like, yeah, fermented beverage. It's got to be like some like beer. Close yeah, to some, it. like yeah. something like maybe potato based, <laughs> like a starch based fermented nutritious yeah. yeah that doesn't sound great i don't know what for sure well was it was it actually grapes now i think about it it might have been that would have been a very expensive way to oh, just yeah they, yeah i don't think it would have been yeah i, I mean don't know none either, of us here a lot right. of the common jesse, people didn't have access jesse to pull out the phone well, yeah. oh yeah yeah either way they faced a lot of hardships coming over here yeah and i think that really just makes you reflect on what what the little things that you're thankful for mm -hmm. um bringing it back to today we get so caught up in you know our modern day feasts who's preparing the meal whose house are we gonna have this at right. things like that and you miss the point of the whole celebration first world problems yeah there you go <laughs> there's a there there was something in interesting when i lived in cambodia um we did not have any family over there. Every once in a while, we'd have like my grandpa or my grandma would, or one time my aunt would come over and visit. But otherwise, it would just be our friends. So a lot, a lot of the last, or especially one of our last Thanksgivings that we spent over there was spent with one of our Cambodian friends, some missionary uh, coworkers. I mean, we pulled together. Um, one of the biggest Thanksgiving get-togethers at some point. We were like that missionary family, that party family. We'd invite. We didn't. Well, even in Cambodia, there's a lot of different denominations. So we were uh, we were a Baptist, and then there'd be like Presbyterian, basically, or Methodist, and then it'd be like non-denominational. It vary across, and a lot of times they didn't intermingle. Yeah, but you're overseas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's do a, they have Thanksgiving over there at all? Uh. No, they don't. They do have something called Shumban, which is uh, basically it's a holiday towards the spirits. Um, okay. They do a lot of spirit worship, getting drunk. Um, um, yeah, we, yeah, a lot of partying. It's just party yeah. city, yeah. but in a sad way. Yeah. Everything's closes down. Man, I got, no, that would be more. It would be closer to a, a Cambodian Christmas. Would be Shumban. Okay, but yeah, so we pull them all together and. You, you're extra thankful. It's different. You know, the fact that um, you, you don't have your family over there. It's just you and your friends and you get together in fellowship, really, because you don't get to see each other a whole lot. So you, 
it just gives you a whole other reason to be thankful for family, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the two, I'm finding a bunch of different answers on here, including really? a lot of things saying that it was partially a myth, but one of the main influences for them cutting their journey short in Massachusetts rather than continuing on to Virginia was because they ran out of beer is one thing that I'm reading. But then another thing, what... You ran out of beer, you got to stop for more, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm not finding anything specifically (laughs) saying what, what it was made out of, but it generally wasn't fermented or crop based beer. It's saying, saying the two main types back then were spruce beers Made out of wood such as pine. What? Yeah, like spruce-based strained beer, it's saying. And then the other thing was chicken ale. Chicken ale? Made out of chicken. I don't even know. Isn't that what they spray Look up chicken ale. Is it like cooked chicken or is it raw? Let me see. I I don't know if I want to know that. (laughs) Well, should we we add chicken ale to our top three list of our uh, schmores coming up? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's definitely going on there. Yeah, well, I'm sure not, that's not something they would just drink for, like, leisure, you know? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Was, like, maybe that was a standard thing that they would bring on a ship. If it was chicken ale, would it provide protein cheap. and stuff? Yeah. If it was chicken ale, would it, wouldn't it, whenever you drink it, wouldn't it just, like, smell like rotten meat? I'm not finding it. Who knows? Chicken ale. They yeah. don't sell it anymore? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I saw those weird sodas in the store, well, they, like bacon uh, soda, but not not chicken. Dude, anymore, I got my sister one of those for her birthday. She liked it. It was Oreo, Oreo. It was yeah. I went up when I went to Tennessee. I went to a place called the Island, and they had a bunch of those sodas in one of their stores. Oh my! Goodness. I was like, I'm getting that for my sister. Yeah. <laughs> Something I've noticed about Thanksgiving that has kind of it, it's been twisted a little bit. It's not so much. For most people, at least throughout our culture, it's not so much about being thankful. It kind of operates under that generalized idea. People are like, oh, yeah, we're thankful. But mm-hmm. now let's gorge ourselves on massive mm-hmm. amounts of food. Oh, yeah. It's not so much about being thankful now for most people. It's more about <laughs> gluttony, honestly. Food and football. Yeah, food absolutely. And football. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, in first world scenario here where we have, we, we don't, we just take for granted that you have things to eat and a place to sleep and security. Like that's huge. Um, mm-hmm. Our se- level of security today is just astronomical compared to what they would have experienced. Like they were in fear of their lives all the time. You know, they never knew. They didn't even know who was out there. You know, they were just discovering this new land. They didn't know if somebody was just going to come wipe them out the next day or not, you know? So mm-hmm. I, that's something we take for granted. And so, yeah, at the end of the day, when Thanksgiving comes around, it's a lot of food. Well, it's just another chance to enjoy ourselves. But mm-hmm. thinking back, you know, it would have meant a world to them to not only have all this plenty of food and uh, a chance to relax and celebrate, but also to meet the the natives of this country and and get a chance to develop a relationship with somebody who they potentially would have feared. Yeah. I think that would have meant the world to them. That's the other thing that they were thankful for that I don't know about other people, but I know I sometimes miss or forget to think about is they weren't just thankful that they weren't going to freeze to death and weren't going to starve to death, but they were also thankful that the people who lived out in the woods, that they had no idea what they were going to do. They were thankful that they weren't going to kill them in the night. 
Like mm-hmm. they had they had some contact with them before, obviously, but they were unsure still. So it was it was like this. Yeah, there's a there's a story behind that. I'm trying to remember. Like I, I believe there was like one guy. Well, no, they met a guy that spoke English. It was it? It was. Oh yeah, it yeah. was um Squanto. There was Squanto was one of them. One of the mm-hmm. names. That yeah. sounds like some TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> No, no, no. It was it was, it was Tonto. Yeah, that's <laughs> Lone Ranger. <laughs> Original name. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see, like, even after a few years when everything started to pick up a little in the colonies, what the celebration looked like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe after, the like, the first generation of adults kind of died off, mm-hmm. like, what that celebration looked like. Yeah. If they still had the natives over for lunch type of thing. You know? <laughs> Talking about this is making me realize how little I have, how little I know about my Thanksgiving we should, lore. We definitely <laughs> should know more. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now. <laughs> well, I think we should be giving thanks every day, not just Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I, it's an important reminder, of course, but... Yeah, it it's shouldn't important. be the one time of the year we're thankful. It should be a reminder <laughs> exactly. to be thankful all year. Yeah. We have a bad habit as humans of, you know, seeing something good and being like, I know, let's make one day where we do that a lot. And then yeah. we don't have to do it the rest of the right. year. <laughs> the one day people learn how to pray. <laughs> it's like confession at the church. It's like you can do all the bad stuff you want, but as long as you went to church and confessed, it's fine. Then you that can is, do it all again. That's spot on, though. Yeah, that, that is spot on. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we treat it like we're, we're one person six days a week, and then Sunday morning, we we do all the good things. Do uh, I guess we treat it as though we're absolving ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's not good that like people are completely different people on Sunday mornings. Yeah, you'll be fighting with your siblings, screaming mm-hmm. in the car all the way to church, and then you're just little angels <laughs> sitting in the pew. <laughs> yeah, you start your prayers the rest of the year with. You know, God, can you please help me with this? Can you also help me with this? Uh, mm-hmm. And then maybe end with a few things you're thankful for here and there. Right. Or maybe a routine of mm-hmm. thank you for my family. Thank you for my house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Instead yeah, of true. really, really just looking at like what what all you are given on a daily basis. That's something, so something I've learned to be thankful for actually this past month was we ran out of water. The water main here where we live broke. And so we were out of water for like three and a half days. And I never realized how much <laughs> we use water. And that was really bad. You couldn't flush the toilet. You couldn't wash your hands. You couldn't drink tap. Like there was nothing. I was so depressed. So we got it back on. And I was like, thank you, Lord. I love water. <laughs> I, I really water. needed that. Once again, another classic example of first world problems. <laughs> the running water ran out. Now imagine how thankful the pilgrims felt when they, it was a different scenario because they still didn't have running water. But, you know, imagine it being, you know, 10 degrees outside. You're all sick and starving. There's only a few people left that are still able to walk around Mm-hmm. And you're one of the few, and you have to go down and get buckets of water to boil and filter. And yeah, they like, did have to do that. Imagine how much more thankful you would feel like when the spring came around and people were able to move around and actually, mm-hmm. y- you realize that you weren't going to die 
walking up from the river carrying well, a bucket of water. Well, you're thankful <laughs> just to be alive at that point. Yeah. You know, you've literally sat there and watched everyone you care about that came over on the ship with you die off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disease, hunger. Yeah, before they even get there, didn't they leave their, some of their sick on the ship? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. 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 There yeah. Were, I just read... Oh, come on. I need to find the exact number. But there... I just read... Okay, so... After the first winter was over, there were 53 people in total still living. And apparently only five of them were women. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pose a question about that. Mm. Just thinking about that. Why is just being alive not part of the things that we're thankful for all the time? Mm. Yeah. I saw a, uh, it was like a short video or part of a documentary maybe where they asked people like, would you rather have, you know... X amount of million dollars right now or be alive tomorrow, you know? Like you get $25 million today, but you'll die tomorrow. What do you choose? That's then, crazy. You know, everyone always chooses, right. you know, to the be money? alive the next day. Oh, I was about to say, who no, chooses the no, money? No. I was wondering who chose the money. Somebody suicidal. Yeah, so why don't <laughs> we wake Kate. up every Andrew. day? <laughs> <laughs> no. So why don't we wake up every day just excited that we get another day to live because like we, we would have chosen that over all the money in the world yeah yeah that is That's, good to think about so what i'm reading here that i do vaguely remember now that i read it is that thanksgiving dinner and the thanksgiving celebration were two very different things the uh, thanksgiving dinner followed the very first harvest after the first year after the landing so it would have been earlier than november well, it, the Thanksgiving feast would have been after the first successful harvest. Which is like in which, August or September. Yeah, and the Indians spent the whole year with them, helping them That's right. grow things. That's yeah. why I was getting it so confused. So the first Thanksgiving celebration occurred immediately after they landed. Mm-hmm. They um, went ashore and immediately said, let this be a day of Thanksgiving because we survived the voyage. Mm. The landing was on December 4th. 1619. So Sheesh. so they landed, yeah, like midwinter. They barely survived the winter with only 53 people left alive. And then through the following year, the natives helped them learn how to grow things and stuff in this new climate with the crops that were available and the hunting and stuff. So they spent the whole first year after nearly losing everyone in, during the winter, they spent the whole first year harvesting and hunting and growing mm-hmm. and gathering. And then so that following fall in the harvest season, after it was all successful, they brought a bunch of food together and invited the natives out to eat with them as like a way of thanking them. And that for, was, for helping them. Yeah, and that the was crops. like the first Thanksgiving dinner because, of course, they gave thanks then again for, you know, God allowed them to survive the whole year. And now they were. They were confident that they could successfully navigate the next winter and survive, and they knew that they had planted planted a successful colony, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of how it all Which, went Yeah, that's another thing that they were thankful for is the help from the natives. Mm. I remember reading about how they helped them not only just plant things, but how to plant things. Mm-hmm. Like um, they would dig a hole next to the plant and put a fish in there yep. to help fertilize the plant things you know remember we talked about last episode something along the lines of like sovereignty of god like i'm absolutely certain that god used those the native americans Mm -hmm. to to i mean 
these people were leaving England or it wasn't necessarily England. It was just from all over Europe. I can't, they didn't leave England. They left another country. I forgot what it was. And they sailed over and they were pretty much helpless. And then these other people come along and they really helped them and kind of uh, nourish them mm-hmm. in a sense. And, you know, after that, after that fact, I mean, I would hope that, they probably look back and assuming they were, well, let's say so they're Christians or believers to some degree or another. I'm yeah. not sure because obviously they didn't live during that time. But I would assume that they're really thankful and think they thank God for bringing those people along. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about how we all have things to be thankful for. And I just wanted to share something I actually heard preached on Wednesday night, last night. Um, but it's a psalm where David is hiding in a cave because Saul is pursuing him, trying to kill him. And he writes a psalm of thanksgiving. And it just, it's an odd situation. You know, uh, when you're something's hunting you to kill you, you wouldn't necessarily take that time to praise God. But David does. And I just thought it was, uh, it spoke to me because um, he he talks about God um throughout this psalm and the the words that he uses um there's three greek words that he uses one is referring to god as almighty one is referring to god as powerful um basically it's emphasizing his supremacy and his power above all but then one word that he uses um it's in verse nine it says i will give thanks to you O lord among the peoples and the greek word there used is referring to god as my god it's he is our God and he's there for us because we are his children. And that, that was powerful to me because at the end of the day, how can I not give thanks when the most holy God, the most powerful God, he is above all and he's created everything. And, you know, we know how the book ends. You know? <laughs> yeah. he, he's my God, you know, um, as a Christian, I ought to be thankful every day. And I'm, I'm ashamed to say, I don't thank him. I don't praise him like I should for everything he does for us. And at the end of the day, providing us with salvation. And Yeah, just for being there, honestly. Yeah. It's like the story of Job. Like yeah. literally everything is stripped away from him mm-hmm. well, physically wise, but he's still thankful to have God there to worship. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, there's this podcast that I listen to. It's not called The Manual. It's actually called uh, Ghost Runners. I've been listening to it like since 2020 or so. But they have this segment I think we should try out. It's called Schmores. Shout out to Ghost Runners. That's what it's called. I probably just said that. And, <laughs> um, But anyways, here's how it works. So, with regards to Thanksgiving coming up, each one of us are basically we're going to run a draft. So top three picks of food. So there's five of us here. There's going to be a total of 15 picks of food. So if one person picks one food, the other person can't. If I say turkey, nobody else can. And I have this as a first pick. Now what we have to determine is who has the first pick, second pick, third pick, fourth pick, because it does matter. We want to have the best picks, and I will record them in my notebook. Later, uh, I see. Yes. All right, so right now, so what the other podcast does is they have a Facebook community and they create a poll from it and they vote 
Uh, to determine the most, the best Thanksgiving the best. food of all time. Yes. But it's fun to do in the process, trust me. But I'm going to record it for uh, our sake. So, so uh, who's going to start? So, like I said, youngest to oldest. Youngest to oldest. <laughs> of course, that would like sound good. All right, go. let's do that. Yeah, of course, that would sound good. I don't you, care. Uh, let's just do it. Who let's cares? Yeah, I don't care. Let's see Here we go, buddies. Buddies. All right, we're starting off with Benjamin, and you have to explain why. Okay, I'm going ham. Ham is for Thanksgiving. Because it's like 10 times better than turkey. Why? Give me it raw. <laughs> Smoke. Country ham is excellent. Deli ham. It's just a million times better than turkey. That's Turkey's all I have to say dry. about it. Wow, you must... Okay, Thank sh- you. That is... You're just... <laughs> wait, you're, you're just absolutely putting your mom down there. Your mom's turkey to, must to, be dry. To oh. me, that's just an admission that you don't know how to cook a turkey, you know? Mm. That's fair. Usually people manage to not do All right, so Ben good. has ham for his first pick. All right, we're going ham Clayton. On that one, just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really stupid. Clayton says sweet potatoes. What? Mm. Now, I can't argue with that. For the second pick? No way. Sweet potatoes is fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Like sweet potato what? Souffle? Casserole. So, like, are we talking, like, more savory, like a dessert sweet? Like brown sugar butter sweet potatoes? Or? Like, kind of sweet, but it's something you would put on the plate. I'm just going to say your, casserole. Yeah. Okay. Sweet yeah. potato casserole. Yeah, I got you. So, it goes along with the main course. But yeah. So, nobody else can pick anything regarding the sweet potatoes. Okay. All right. But also, the last person goes has two picks. and Because oh. it goes snake. Okay. Okay, I see. I, it's not a traditional Thanksgiving food as far as I know, but it's something we've had all the time. I'm going to say mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Like mm. pie? Like or? like baked mac and cheese. Baked mac like, and cheese. Like with the thick cheese on top. Dude, that was my second pick. <laughs> oh, who is it? Aunt Lisa's mac Aunt and Lisa. cheese? Yeah. Shout out to Aunt Lisa. <laughs> Does she listen? <laughs> I, I Probably not. We'll have to let her know that. We all love her mac and cheese, and it's going on the podcast. Mm, does it have like Absolutely. a ri- uh, a uh, Ritz topping? No, she always does like a lot of um, cheese, a lot of cheese. Yes, which is really nice. Cheddar, um, mozzarella, provolone. I think she does <laughs> some of everything, but she also ah. does like a lot of spices to it. So it's like a seasoning. Yeah, see, yeah, seasoning. <laughs> so it's like a. <laughs> so it's not just like plain mac and cheese it's like mac and cheese with like different salts and it's like mac and cheese and on steroids that's pretty dope it's, it's really good mm. all right will all right so i have one that is very controversial actually but it's long been my favorite traditional thanksgiving food and most people are horrified when they hear it but collard greens fresh cranberry salad i knew he was gonna no. say cranberry salad fresh is... cranberry salad not no. that stuff you get in the can like from the, the berry store. berries no, no like like my mom makes this is absolutely amazing it's sometimes she'll grind it in like a like a um a ninja or a bullet but like a lot of times it's just chopped and it's cranberries oranges and apples and then maybe like some ginger or lemon jump something to like give it some pep, you know, and it's just so good. It's like a fresh fruit salad. I love it. Okay. Okay. Josh, what is your pick? <clears throat> turkey. 
Tur- oh, no. oh, he just went straight for the turkey. Mm. Dude, no, no one hesitation. else would pick turkey. What's wrong with y'all? No hesitation. So my that's mom such, actually... That's such a bandwagon thing. Oh, shut up. <laughs> the, the, uh, I, I, well, my mom... <clears throat> I mean, I think in the beginning, her turkeys were kind of dry because we didn't make a lot of... Well, I'm talking like way back when. Okay. And then she changed up a recipe a bunch of times. And man, she makes a killer turkey. Nice. Of course, it's already dead, but it's still a killer turkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said your mom used to make dry turkey. I was like, you are treading on thin ice over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> I know it. Turkey jerky. Turkey jerky. <laughs> Last few years, we've smoked a turkey and and then cooked it. Has anybody here deep fried one? Uh, no, but uh, somebody I just talked to is telling me that's the way they always do theirs, and they I really think, seem to like it. I think that's how we did it at our papa and granny's once. Yeah, or a I few times so. now. Yep. You hang the turkey on like like a big hook, and you dip it down inside this massive, really deep. Cause a lot of fire. Those fires, though. Yeah, yeah. Still not as good as ham. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, I like ham. All right, for so my back. next pick, I gotta go mashed potatoes. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. okay. So there. let me explain why. I mean, we're talking so about all right. Meant, why mashed potatoes? Potato mashed potatoes is because I typically make. Well, it depends on me and my mom, but it's like when milk, butter, and cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sometimes, uh, like whipping cream too. Yeah, and that would really that make mm. that's a make that makes some killer mashed potatoes. I like right. that cheddar cheese, bro. That changes it up. Yeah, for mm. you. All right, who Who's is next? it? Goes Thanks. back to Will. Yeah, yeah. Second. For second pick, this one's a little. Uh, you know, I got to be honest. Some of my second picks were taken, <laughs> so I'm I'm scraping here. But squash, I love a good squash. Squash casserole or just squash? Just just swa- squash as like an. Uh, you bake the squash, you take it out of the peel, you know, like mash it up in a bowl. Oh, spaghetti butter, squash? Squash. Oh, um, yeah. Spaghetti squash? Spaghetti squash is a good one. Um, butternut is also good. And you can do more of a casserole with butternut. But yeah, a white squash or a spaghetti squash is kind of what I'm thinking. It's that fresh, like, not really a green flavor, but it's not It's not leaning toward pumpkin. You know, it's a real fresh squash. It's got butter. It's got salt. Really good. Savory. You like how you're moving Dude, like you that the entire time. Me. Yeah. I don't even like I, squash that much. But <laughs> you just hey, described it. Well, I got way. nauseous during that whole spiel because he was like fruity and then he started about squash. <laughs> Come on, man. No, no, you're doing, right, back you're doing me wrong, Josh. <laughs> oh, boy. Going back to me. I'm going to say it, this definitely isn't, well, as far as I know, a traditional one, but I'm going to say peach cobbler. Dude, I totally forgot about peach cobbler. Yeah, it's some. Bro, had some. I was I was gonna say a dessert for my third pick, but I mean peach, I think has shoved its way into second place there. Yeah, wow, that's that's nice for me at least. That's good. All right, Clayton. All right, second pick for Clayton: collard greens. No, that's absolutely strongly agree. Oh, what's wrong with you? I love. You got to do them right. You know, make sure they're not like. Tough or stringy. Yes. But, oh Strings man. Some hot sauce. Salt, salt and butter. Hot little Tabasco sauce. sauce. Yes. How interesting. That's good. Eating. Amazing. I don't like Top two. That's gross. <laughs> All right, Ben. All right. I'm going to go with another savory meat. We're going to say hot dogs. Corned beef. Uh, mm. Oh. Not like traditional. Shredded, like, but that's good. Not traditional at all. But 
I've had it for Thanksgiving before. Uh, thank corn, you. and it was scrum corn beef or thinking corn beef. Yeah, going to be. You're thinking St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yes, but, definitely St. But Patrick's we Day. had it one Thanksgiving. He's probably right. We've had about everything. It, yeah, we literally make way too much food every Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right, Ben, you have the third pick too right now. Oh, perfect. Um, I'm gonna go with classic apple pie. Dude, oh, good pick. Good pick. such a good yeah. one. That was gonna be my. I'm gonna so lie. gonna lose this. If anybody answers that poll, I'm gonna lose this uh, <laughs> for sure with your turkey. Okay. <laughs> Just dead silence. Sorry. Well, we can vote on it, too. We yeah. can. I, I'm going to have to agree with the apple pie. Okay. Clayton. Water. <laughs> Water. <laughs> That's a good choice. Sweet tea. <laughs> Sweet tea. Are we allowed to choose liquids? I would nah. say so. Yeah, yes, if it's a specialty. Like, if it's Christmas, we talk about, oh, eggnog, you know. Yeah. But, oh, snap. So, I guess you could pick sweet tea. Wassail. Uh, don't pick no. Don't pick liquids because this is food. So my bad. Yeah, that's yeah. What shame I was on to you, say. Josh. What are you thinking? <laughs> fried chicken. Fried. What chicken. a Thanksgiving. Fried chicken. Fried chickens at Thanksgiving. There is no improper time for fried chicken. <laughs> okay. Well that. said. That is fair. Okay. Well said. We are in the south. Are we talking KFC fried chicken? No. You've actually had fried chicken for Thanksgiving. Off, dude. Okay. At Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. We have at least. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Third pick. I feel like if I had another one that I just particularly really liked, it would have stood out to me already, but I just can't think of anything else right now. So I'm going to go with beets. No. No. I like absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> They're no, not making no. top three for me, but no. I do like beets. You're kicked off the podcast. <laughs> Dude, get out of here. I Red beets or golden beets? Red beets. Red beets. I actually yeah. cannot Good. stand beets. Dude, what are you thinking? I absolutely do. This like stuff beets. tastes like metal. Beets are not yeah. real. Not metal. Not real. Like no. they're fake. Dig up the remains of an iron factory and you'll find beets <laughs> growing <laughs> under it. <laughs> That's literally where they come from, I swear. All right, we're all right. Beets is a good one. All right. The All only right, beats cut. I like on Thanksgiving is from rock music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Nah. Um, Will. <laughs> nah. What you got? All right. Willie. Third pick coming in. I'm going to, I'm going for the dessert now. I'm going to say buttermilk spice cake. Oh, what is that? What is I even that? I don't that. even know what that is. It's, it's a, it's a white cake, but it's, it's ob- like, obviously from the name, it's a very spicy cake. And is it it's made got with buttermilk? Yeah, buttermilk base, oh. um, like buttermilk biscuits. Uh, it's yes. a buttermilk based cake. It's so good, and uh, the the frosting. I have to say, the frosting is what makes. Okay, it. so it's almost like a meringue. So good. I had to break it, y'all. I'm about to win this thing. Mm. Oh. Let's mm. hear it. Cap coming in hot. Dressing slash stuffing, because it's the same thing. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's good. Okay, it's good. You know why? Because I have turkey mashed potatoes. Dressing oh. slash stuff. Bro stole all the traditional ones. It's all exactly. Traditional. That's not. Mm, I'm over here with mac and cheese, peach cobbler, where, and beets. Where, <laughs> 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 all right, so that wraps up what we call shamores. So um, we did a quick shout out to Mr. Kevon Keeter. So this guy is known as a bow tie preacher. Oh, okay. How old is he? Does he wear? Uh, I think he's twenty-four. Twenty-four. 
I'm, if, if he wears a bow tie, I'd be curious to know yes. why he prefers. He has that he has worn wooden bow ties, Lego bow ties. Whoa. That's amazing. Okay, I like Hats this guy. Off I like this guy. guy. What's his Respect. name? Respect, Kevin. Kevin, Mister Kevin. We appreciate you, Mister Kevin. We do appreciate you. Keep on doing what you're doing, Mister Kevin. Mr. Yeah, so he's actually an assistant <laughs> pastor at um, a church here in Greenville. That was my pen. Oh, that's cool. So <laughs> not the pen. That of course. <laughs> so for a second shout out, Mister. Parker Floor. Okay. So, interesting fact about Parker Floor. Okay. He's a friend of mine. One, two. He brags on the fact that he can hit a bullseye from 750 yards. In with, with archery, darts, darts, a rifle. My mind oh, a rifle. Oh, rifle. I see. I was thinking. I don't know what caliber. It looked like a, uh, was it? Looked like almost like a 44 or something. How many yards? It was like 750. I bet it's a three. That's point. that's relatively. I mean, he had. That's a, a nice. He's shot. got it. He's got it. He's got. I actually have a video of it, but I maybe I can clip it in. It's possible. Um, good stuff. Good <clears> shout out. I think that's awesome. He's very good at um, fantasy football and stats, statistics in general. Mm-hmm. And he's also Jesse, both of these men that we just mentioned are single. So if you guys <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 not interested. Oh, really? <laughs> no, hold on. Can I go somewhere with this? this I messed it up. No, this is not. No, 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 uh-uh. We are not a dating platform. No. I think it'd be funny. This, did they make you do this? No, I okay. think it'd be funny if we but did this. What you have to yeah, do, do is your say shout both of these atoms are single. Okay? Yeah. Both both of these only, icons of masculinity. Yes. You can only they're, take this anywhere. They are on the market, ladies. If you <laughs> yes, are, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And if you are interested, just send us a DM and we'll put you in contact. The, the only way we're gonna let this be on the podcast is if you refer to them as Adams. Adams. Yeah. So if any of you Eves are interested. Oh. 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 I was about to be like, any nucleuses out there? Protons. <laughs> Electrons. We got molecules. And then we got two more shout outs too. Uh, would be Anna Wood. I wonder who that is. And Abby Wood, they're actually two of my sisters. Yeah. So I guess fun facts. Um, oh, man. I don't, I they're related to Josh. Oh, they're related to me. They're they yeah. related to Josh. That's their claim to fame. That's that's the only thing. That's my claim to fame. I know Josh. One of them is learning how to say, my pleasure, every day at oh, work. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. No. Chick-fil-A. Oh, no. Hey, hey, it's a clean work like, environment. Yeah. You can That's tell true. when Ain't someone much. has worked at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're brainwashed. <laughs> they're brainwashed. <laughs> you go through the cookout drive-thru. My pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. Wonder why they got fired. <laughs> <laughs> you in the wrong workplace. And then Anna's at college. Yes. So fun. Yes. Yeah, we love we yeah, college is, is great. Well, you almost went the wrong direction there, but yeah. <laughs> we love college Clayton loves it the most <laughs> yeah I actually dropped out of college for those of you who don't know I did uh, I went to Clemson University for a year and that was it he is a dropout <laughs> that's all for me 1000% so also uh, we really appreciate the support on social media that's why we're doing these shout outs um, stay tuned we plan on doing a giveaway we don't know how far in the future but we do want to make it special. Um, it'll be surrounding a special event yet to be determined, but you know, these kind of things happen and the shout outs are really fun. Um, 
I have a couple ideas that we might want to do. Um, that'd be pretty funny for these shout outs. So, but yeah, be, definitely uh, take part in that. Tell your friends about the podcast and also reviews really help us out. And we want to shout out these reviews too. And I'd like to read them real quick. And Jesse has one of them right here. Here's one from Aaron D. Mars on Apple podcast. He says, it is good to hear young men wrestling with topics that have been labored over by men through the ages. In today's rush to push back against our cultural weaknesses to hear directly from the next generation of leaders is both encouraging and a reminder to continue on with the fight. I hope this podcast serves as a catalyst for young men to start early in solidarity and strength with brothers and not to be scrambling midlife to understand their place in the world like so many in their father's generation have done. Thank you, Aaron D. Mars. We appreciate the lengthy and very well-worded review. Yes, it's pretty cool. Yeah, leave us reviews. And as we receive more reviews, we'll definitely read them on the podcast, shout you guys out. So I'm sure, I think, are there other platforms you could actually review or just Apple Podcasts? Um, I'm sure there Spotify are you can't. Yeah, Spotify is just ranked by stars, which we are perfectly fine with. Yes, <laughs> give us more stars. More stars. <laughs> Share a podcast with your friends. That 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 way we can uh, invest more time into it. So thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in today. Um, this has obviously been a Thanksgiving episode, and we hope that you have a great Thanksgiving this week. Spend time with your family. We don't really have a challenge as of this episode. I think a a challenge that we could do is a kind of against what the cliche would be to, you know, obviously this upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, be thankful. Yeah. Along with that, after Thanksgiving, continue to be thankful. Remember the rest of the year. Thanksgiving is not the only time reserved for being thankful, obviously. It tends to be pushed into, you know, kind of cramming all the thankfulness you ever feel is just kind of stuffed into one day or one short holiday season. But mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving, continue to be thankful for the rest of the year. I mean, whoever made the meals, thank them. But make sure, most importantly, you thank your creator. I mean, he's the one that made you. Um, yeah. And at least for me, he's, you know, he saved me from my sin. And, you know, you got to thank him for that every single day. I mean, we obviously fail, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, would, I would encourage everyone to spend time in prayer because, like I said, as Christians, that's our biggest thing we have to be thankful for is our salvation and so every day I think we ought to make it a point just to even if it's just a few minutes in the morning and a few minutes in the evening set aside some time to to just reflect and be thankful for everything you're blessed with you know absolutely all right guys we appreciate y'all uh y'all listening uh stay tuned for our next episode we're still posting bi-weekly right now so every uh, couple weeks just make sure you have that reminder set to uh, j- uh, jump on in and listen uh, as we talk about these different topics and uh, tell your friends about this podcast. We really appreciate the support. And uh, this has been the manual. Thank you.